Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another Peace of Voice podcast. This is Logan, and today, man, um, I just got done watching Loki's final episode, and guys, shit has hit the fan, and I'm excited. So, this episode set up the next big bad in the MCU, and that, of course, is going to be our lovely, time-traveling boy, Kang the Conqueror, which is exciting, but at the same time, as I'm excited, I'm trying to think, how are they going to fit Kang into a lot of the MCU projects going forward? Because right now, you know, like, think about the Earth-based stuff, right? The Earth-based stuff, obviously, they need to set up the Avengers. The Avengers need to get their shit together because Kang's coming. Well, a version of Kang. So, my question is, um, when it comes to, you know, Kang the Conqueror, how are they going to deal with this character in the MCU? Now, due to the fact that Kang has multiple versions of himself, we could very well see Kang in more that... Like, a few MCU films. We know that Kang is going to be in Ant-Man Quantanama. But we don't know exactly if he's going to appear in, like, upcoming movies like Shang-Chi. If he, if he uh, will be in, um, not only, like, Shang-Chi, but Blade and stuff. Like, we have no idea where Kang is going to pop up in the MCU other than Ant-Man right now. We know that he's being set up to be the next Thanos of the MCU. The main difference, though, with Marvel, going forward, they don't have to, you know, just settle with doing um, Kang um, as, like, a 10-year build-up. Because the thing is with Kang, um, compared to Thanos, Thanos was something dropped at the end of Avengers 1 in the post credit scene to tease our new villain. This wasn't even a tease. This was like a straight-up explanation on what the fuck is about to happen, right? And Kang the Conqueror, now that we have another ver- or we have multiple Kangs due to the multiverse branching off that are going to be going from universe to universe trying to conquer it, I'm really interested to see... What happens in the MCU? Like, right? Like, if we look at post-Endgame, who do we got on the board, okay? Who do we have on the board? You got Hawkeye, you got Spider-Man, you got the Hulk, you have, um... Oh, who else do you got? You got, uh, War Machine, you got Winter Soldier, you got Falcon, uh, you have Wanda Maximoff. So, like, out of, like, your main core or known Avengers, that's what you got, pretty much, uh, going forward. And now, you know, we obviously have Kate Bishop coming in Hawkeye. Spider-Man's about to go into the multiverse, but I don't know if we're exactly going to be getting a new, you know, hero along with that. I, I doubt it. Um, but, you know, we, we have more heroes like Shang-Chi, the Eternals and stuff that are going to be introduced to us and, and brought into the limelight. Um, my question is, though, how are they going to make Kang an imposing and intimidating villain? You see, with Thanos, they use this brute force police officer mentions of Thanos. And when we first see him in Infinity War, he literally kicks the Hulk's ass. He kills one of Thor's friends and immobilizes Thor and almost kills him. 
um, and kills Loki. So, I mean, the thing is with Kang, when we first get introduced to him, he's a chill, laid-back dude who is not really afraid of death, which I guess could be scary, but this guy is literally explaining to all of us how, yeah, there's a fuck ton of more dangerous versions of me that will, like, you know, go from universe to universe, starting a multiversal war. So, my question is, how are you gonna be able to do secret invasion and do this multiversal stuff? Because, like I said, if Kang's, like, your main villain, secret wars or secret invasion, that shit's gonna have to happen, like, before the main Avengers team up against Kang. Now, we obviously know, going into the future, right, that mantles are gonna need to be passed down. Like I said, you know, Hawkeye's passing down the mantle to Kate Bishop. Spider-Man is, you know, the next Iron Man in terms of on the Avengers team. Falcons, the next Captain America. We still have Bucky alive. But, you know, you, you really are gonna be having a lot more younger Avengers come in. Like I said, you're gonna be having Shang-Chi. You're gonna be having the Eternals. Um, Blade, I don't think will be a part of the Avengers. I think Blade is gonna be a lot more of its own thing off to the side. I cannot really foresee Blade being a part of, like, the Avengers team. Like, in the MCU right now, the only mention of vampires that we have are from the TVA, and they're explaining about how they've dealt with vampires before. And that's the only mention of vampires that we get. The only two that we can know of is Blade and Morbius right now. But other than that, there's really no other vampires to really speak of in the MCU timeline. So, you know, going forward with Kang and this reveal and, you know, setting up the next big villain, they need to somehow show that Kang is a really bad dude and he is a force to be reckoned with because... If they can't show Kang being a force to be reckoned with going into the future, I don't know how you're going to be able to make that Avengers movie work. We all know that the MCU is now capable of killing people, but we know that people that are newly introduced are probably safe, like the Eternals, like Shang-Chi, Blade when he comes out, the Fantastic Four, the X-Men... The older a character gets and the more appearances a character gets, you need to worry about that character being axed off. Take a look at Spider-Man. He's had two of his own movies, about to have a third, and has appeared in two... I mean, uh, he's appeared in two Avengers films and in Captain America Civil War. So, that's like six appearances in all so far, okay? Let's compare Iron Man. He has Iron Man 1, 2, 3, okay? That's three. All four Avengers, okay? So that's like, what? Nine? Nine appearances? Civil War? Make that ten appearances by Iron Man? So, Iron Man in the MCU was around nine, ten appearances, right? In the entire franchise, okay? Now, I want you to take that into consideration, right? Spider-Man is at six appearances already, and he's going to be finishing his trilogy. Now, while they want Spider-Man to be a mainstay and a long-time stay, and Tom Holland's young, so it's not impossible, think about it this way. When Spider-Man reaches around ten appearances, 
That's when you gotta start to worry about Spider-Man possibly being axed off in the next big Avengers movie. Because what they seem to be doing in the MCU is instead of keeping characters' legacies on, they're passing them down or, or bringing new characters from the comics in. And then they ax off like four, five, six characters that are, you know, from the previous movies for the past few, like, three, you know, phases. So, when it comes to Spider-Man, you know, out of every other character in the MCU right now, other than Hawkeye, other than, um, other than Hawkeye, other than, uh, Falcon, Winter Soldier, he, and even Hulk in some cases, he is the guy you gotta worry about. Like, Spider-Man has so many incarnations, we already know of Miles Morales existing in the MCU, we know that the Prowler exists in the MCU, because... Homecoming, literally, when they went through Aaron Davis's criminal record, it said one of his aliases was the Prowler. So, Spider-Man Peter Parker, I have no doubt in my mind, will be killed off in the MCU at some point to bring Miles in. Or, they will do what Spider-Man PS4 does and bring Miles into the fray and have Peter be his mentor. But, Peter Parker still has a long ways to go in the MCU before he even looks like an Iron Man figure. And a mentor figure. And that's the thing, right? As much as I love Spider-Man, and I love Spider-Man, you know, he's one of those characters that you gotta be very wary of on what they're gonna do with him because of how many incarnations there are. Now, due to the fact that we have the multiverse, we could get a um, Gwen Stacy, uh, Spider-Gwen movie at some point from Sony. We know they're working on Spider-Woman right now. So, I would have no doubt in my mind that they could do a Spider-Gwen movie. Um, if they were to do a Spider-Gwen movie, I would have either Sabrina Carf Carpenter or Dove Cameron play, um, Spider-Gwen live action. I mean, you could give it to Emma Stone, but Emma Stone's getting older, and I don't think she'd want to try to play a teenage punk rock type of girl, you know? I, I don't even think she could pull that off, you know? So, if I was gonna make a, you know, a, a Spider-Gwen, um, Sabrina Carpenter or Dove Cameron, I would definitely go with, because A, they're both on the younger side, and B, they both are into music, so... You know, them going out of their comfort zone to, um, you know, look like a punk rock sort of girl and stuff. I can definitely see. Um, but there have been a lot of people saying, like, you know, Sabrina Carpenter should be Spider-Gwen. And I definitely agree. The last time I watched anything with Sabrina Carpenter was, like, that babysitter movie on Disney Channel a long time ago before Girl Meets World just fell right the fuck off. I liked Girl Meets World back in the day. Um, I was a fan of it. I love Boy Meets World, too. But at the same time, like, you know, I have not seen Sabrina Carpenter's work since then. I am a fan of her songs from way back in the beginning of her career but hey maybe marvel will hit her up and give her a contract to be spider gwen or sony because they're working in cahoots with spider-man so not impossible but it is what it is uh we'll see what happens um but yeah so i'm really excited because the branching timelines don't only make kang a more present villain 
But at the same time, it makes us have more versions and iterations of each character. So, like I said, with Spider-Man alone, you have so many fucking things you can do. You can have Agent Venom. You could have Spider-Man Noir, Spider-Man 2099, Superior Spider-Man, Spider-Gwen, Spider-Woman, Spider-Ham. I mean, the list goes on and on. There are literally so many fucking versions of Spider-Man. Scarlet spider um, being Ben Riley, um, you know, there's just so many versions of Spider-Man that you could go on with, like, it's crazy, so there's a lot of incarnations that can basically happen, I want the MCU to play with the idea of variants, but I don't want them to make the MCU too convoluted with too many variants for each character, because then you're gonna get fucking lost on what you're supposed to be keeping track of, We already know Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are going to be in Spider-Man No Way Home. And Matt Murdock's, um, you know, Charlie Cox, Matt Murdock and Daredevil will be in the MCU as well. We know that he's going to be in She-Hulk, which I'm, like, my dad, think about this, my dad's a Hulk fan. So She-Hulk will definitely be a show that he'll like because obviously Abomination will be in it, Hulk will be in it. And Daredevil's going to be in it, so I'm excited about that because it's going to be like a, a law sort of show, which obviously fits Daredevil perfectly, um, and that also leads me into another, um, I guess you could say, question about, like, the Marvel Netflix shows, are they going to make the Marvel Netflix shows canon through the multiverse, or is it gonna be canon through the main timeline, because I think, you know, right now, with how everything's set up, it should be the main timeline, but you could do it through the multiverse, not impossible, but... I, pre- I would prefer main timeline, but it's really up to Marvel and them. Obviously, Daredevil is going to be the first one brought in from the Netflix shows because it was the most famous and well-received out of the, uh, all those shows. Punisher would be number two, in my opinion. And then after that, you know, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist. Um, but yeah, so that's it, ladies and gentlemen. That is all I have to talk to you guys about today did some marvel talk but loki great finale great setup for your next villain very excited this is the first thing marvel has put out since phase four that i've actually really really enjoyed falcon and the winter soldier was eh wandavision started off hot and then it was eh uh black widow was eh and then this i was like yes give me more give me more kang we want more kang um so yeah But thank you very much for listening. I hope you all enjoyed, and I will catch you all in the next one.